Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I have one big question about this episode. Ask away. What kind of people list their favorite celebrities as Dolly Parton and Guy Fieri? <laughs> what? You know? What? Who? Who says? You know, one of my favorite people is Guy Fieri. Dolly Parton. We all agree I get. on. We get Dolly Parton. She has a new line of clothes for dogs, and they're adorable. And wigs. And with a wig, a Dolly Parton wig for your dog. I'm shocked that no one has come up with dog wigs before. No, uh, they have dog, but Dolly. But this Guy Fieri thing, I was like, what? You'd be surprised. Whenever, you know, I was on that one He's game. so obnoxious. I, and I get that too. But when I was on Minute to Win It, when it was on NBC, they, he hosted it before it, I think it went into syndication and somebody else. Did. I want a jalapeno poppers with a side of ribs. But <laughs> more than any other fucking, and I'm, I don't mean to spray, but like I've been on, we both have been on game shows. Literally yeah. one was hosted by William fucking Shatner. Yes. The thing that most people came at me and were in, oh my God, Guy Fieri. People in middle America fucking love Guy Fieri. I think these women just wanted to have a, Guys and Dolly's party, and this was the only guy they knew. They wouldn't be that clever to think of a guy and do- a guys and Dolly party. That actually, you just made it gay. <laughs> I think they said it though. They were having they a guy that? and Dolly's party. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I don't get the guy for everything. I guess nice. I he guess smelled like pot. I understand why Guy Pierce like would not be their favorite celebrity. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that may be a little too niche for them. I don't mind a Guy Pierce. Or Guy Ritchie, their Guy, favorite ooh. British director. Ooh, yeah. Guy Ritchie <laughs> did Sherlock Holmes. I don't know. Shit like that. Uh, who are other guys? Guy Pierce. Guy Fox. Yeah. Remember that movie? Their favorite. Guy Pierce and Memento. Yes. Oh, their Guy favorite. Fox. Who's their, that? Guy Fox. British um, uh, usurper. Their surfer? favorite surfer, usurper. Like oh, government. Usur- I thought you said a surfer. <laughs> we do move and on because like- <laughs> I'm getting frustrated by this by having to tell you who everyone is. <laughs> Once again, this I, is I, the- I ruined the bit. You did. <laughs> God. 
Michelle, I'm going to call you soon. Because <laughs> she would have taken this two more times you with guys. You someone who's pretentious to get your yes, joke. Your pretentious yes, joke. yes, I know. I this it. is Below Deck Med, season whatever, episode blah, blah. <laughs> season seven, episode 10, Finding the Groove. Finding the Groove. Get to the groove. What, I, what I tried to do before I came out. <laughs> Yes, didn't work for me <laughs> didn't either. Really fa- didn't, I didn't, never really found the groove no, that well. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Could no. never find that groove. I have a, y'all go to our Linktree link, live shows, and our Instagram and TikTok, all about. Also, you're getting it. It's on the free feed. Single it, life, single life, single life. The first Season episode three. was. Yeah. Oh, it's so great, y'all. We're having a ball with that. So check out the single life. What if in other cultures that the chef's kiss is actually deplorable? (laughs) I know. It's been out now. Single life's been out for a couple weeks now. When this no below deck meds this week. Yes, this this week. It's Badoo that we're all over the place. Yeah. Anyway, y'all come see us live. Uh, We'd love to see you there and check out single life. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be beyond fun. It's gonna be very fun. It's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to go back out on the road. I am too. I'm getting it now that we booked the travel and everything. I'm ready. I'm excited to meet people, meet new dick. Yeah, I think that's what you're very excited <laughs> about. You second monkeypox kicked in. Now you're at a hundred percent, aren't you? I've been craving bananas for a while. <laughs> she sure has, folks. Sure has. <laughs> So I'm going to make some dick appointments later on this week. Woo! It's weird. It's like my old reliables know I'm feeling it, too, because they sense a disturbance in the force, and they start texting me, and I heard one saying, Miss you, babe. Or By disturbance, <laughs> or they're just getting pictures of your red <laughs> asshole. Angry. Monkeypox, baboons. They go, they go, hey, sorry, I got to take this. This is poots. <laughs> And they're like, oh, did he say just a picture of his butt? But it's literally, no, I just start sending out vibrations. It's like your bat signal. It's yes. your butt signal. And, and they all of a sudden go, whoop, I need to call him. <laughs> wow. I, it's, like, it's like the siren song. <laughs> I think it sounds more like, hey! <laughs> But I'm luring them to to their death to their deaths in my ass. <laughs> you come here for the class, everybody. High caliber show. What what All are we right. talking about? Okay, uh, I'm just jumping in because my first tea yeah. bag is what is elevated Californian? I wrote that down. You can't say it that way. Elevated California. California. They nailed Elevated Californian. Here's what Sadly, it is. Sadly, I think these people are from California. They are. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Sadly. This is every bad phrase that we've heard here in Los Angeles. This is farm to table. This is sashimi. I love, I absolutely love anything with nori. I love uh, I love anything that food that are tapas that aren't normally tapas, yes. not Spanish at all. Yes, yeah, anything that like is... barbecue tapas. Yeah, yeah, soul food tapas. They don't even know what these things are. No, um, part of part of the and part of the allure for for this charter is the staff also hates them. Uh, oh, <laughs> Kyle fucking hates these women. It and and. 
the weird, it's all about talk and how they're perceived and how they need to be perceived on television. Yeah. It is. And they also, they also did that thing where it's a very millennial or like older millennial thing where they kind of sing everything that they're doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but getting out the jet skis, getting yeah. out the jet skis, getting out the jet skis. I'm taking my meds for my yeast infection. Yeast infection. I got booked by on my old fraternity Wait, friend. We sing everything too. <laughs> but we do oh. it in a less ironic way. Maybe. We literally have a song called. Are we called, basic? We have a song called The Girth Boat. <laughs> but that is a whole other level. <sighs> we are basic. Uh, I, I This charter, some other. I liked it when they're making Twilight references. I was like, oh, what are you doing? That surprised you? Look at these women. They all want to fuck sparkly like diamonds, Edward. No, I'm saying it's just for these people who think they're making, they think they're with it to make a Twilight reference, which that's at least 15 years ago that those books were written. But that's when they were like teenage girls. But it's weird that that's what they're... What's wrong with you? <laughs> just had a little coughing fit. I'm fine. <laughs> Please. When you have caught... I just sit here and patiently while you just hack up a lot. I'd rather uh, I'd rather shame you. Um, or is they also could... He really... They, we love Dave. He nailed upscale L.A. chic. I don't know what upscale L.A. chic is. And you're a pretentious person that <laughs> lives in L.A. I know. I go to those restaurants all the time. That's not true. I can't afford those restaurants. Oh, we cannot afford no. those. <laughs> They're not good either. They're like, maybe you'll run into one of them that's good. Well, wasn't L.A. one of the first places in the U.S. where like fusion food was yeah. a big thing? So it's like now we've taken that so extra. It's like. We've gone so far. What is anything anymore? No, it's true. We, we things go in cycles like that. But yeah, the chart the charter is. Get, I'd ridiculous. rather order Cracker Barrel from Uber Eats, thank you, and get some hash brown casserole. There's a really great. There's a really great quote too, where, where one of their eating fish. Says, oh my god, fresh fish is so different. <laughs> Th- that made me think: Are they not from California then? I I don't know. I think they have been to California a couple times, and they loved the food they had there. They feel very Orange County to me. Actually. That's true. Like they feel very Orange County. But this is just, oh, wow. Because people from Orange County wouldn't suck on a dick on TV. No, but we'll talk about what happens when they bring out, talk about that. When they bring out Stephen later. Yeah, we'll get that. What's Which, your next tea bag? I keep thinking... That is that is the least dildo-like name I can think it of. It is. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Because it tiny. would I would I would probably make up make a joke that says I know my first name is Dildo. You don't get it. Never mind. I know my first name is Dildo. Oh. That makes sense. Anyone else who knows anything about true crime and uh, movies, I know my first name is Steven with oh, the kid who was kidnapped. Never mind. I remember that movie. I love having to explain every <laughs> single reference I make. <laughs> Y'all, if you, you, if you even knew how defeated I feel. What's your next tea bag? Take, I think put, it's your turn. Put me out of my misery. Um, I just want to say, if we thought Jason was someone we didn't enjoy, the fact that he just said "I miss Ray Gun" <laughs> tells you everything you need I to know. I think I. It's weird. What about what's interesting about him now? 
is you can kind of see Z and Courtney pairing off. And Storm is also in their clique. So all of this, this is all butthurt feelings for Jason. But at the same... But just do, do your job. But Courtney tried to include him and joke yeah. around with him. And Courtney's the type, like, she'll be very friendly. But if you're not friendly to her, she just says, ah, fuck it, who cares? No, that's true. So I still think it's on... Jason kind of misses... He says, you know... Um, he talks about I'm I miss being on a team and I'm kind of the weird one like, but I still think it's no on you're him. not weird you're just boring you're you're a finance person you're just you're boring and you're kind of a dick yeah those I saw those painted toenails and I immediately it's like you're trying so hard he's trying so hard um I want to talk about the DPing of the two anchors. Y'all, Sandy's getting DP'd with, and she can't wait to drop two anchors. <laughs> she can't wait. She loves a threesome, but all women. <laughs> she does. That's that should have been a dildo's name, Anchor. Anchor. Yeah, uh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good name. Dropping anchor. Uh, anyway, so these anchors, it is it is heavily foreshadowed when 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 uh, Captain Sandy goes, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drop two anchors. I think it's better better thing two. in a in a V shape, kind of like when you hold your fingers up and you do your tongue through it. Yeah, kind of like a woman's most inner flower. <laughs> when wow, she, when she opens her uh, opens her opens those stems and shows me uh, that pollen place. <laughs> What? Pollen place? I think Captain Sandy talks about a woman's anatomy in a very flowery, elevated way because she feels like that's sexy for her. I don't ever want to think about that for her. Oh, yeah. No, I just picture her licking her lips before she's about to go in. Yeah. Come Granny. No. I'm a Granny because I used to do some public deliveries in my time. Wow. 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 A lot of times. So, yeah. So, we're going to do that and... We see at the end the anchors get twisted. Dave jumps in. Spoiler no, sorry, not Storm, Storm jumps in. Dave wouldn't jump in. He's no, uh, and you know, fucking Jason wouldn't do it. No, and so we'll see what happens next week. It looks like this episode didn't have too much besides the awful guests, and uh, but I well it did have a bit of. First of all, poodle, what three things are you grateful for? That was so weird to say. It's what's so weird is Tash can't even Tash can't help but again someone I know sitting next to me on this couch about ten years ago. Y'all, you know when you know those people that can't help but to flirt. Yeah. But you know now you wouldn't keep flirting with Dave because you no. know he's fucking needy von he's Niederstein. A cuckoo, cuckoo bird. And he's God, he's just a ball too, of hurt. Too dark. Yeah, she can't help but fucking flirt with. She him. also says, "Do you need a hug later?" I, Sh- I, I think it's. I can't feel sorry for you, honey. I think it's worse than that. I think it's an absolute compulsion. It's a compulsion to, because now, guess what? Guess whose boyfriend now is texting her all the time yep. and acting crazy and like the way Dave. It's literally she's just ping ponging back and fucking forth. I think she is. She needs to be around when when things start being okay. She 
she starts to make want to make them dangerous again and yes, dramatic. She if it is peace a compulsion feels horrible to her. Yep, not she normal. She cannot be at peace. So that's why she starts being a little flirty with him, and of course he takes that so in a completely different way. And but he's like, hey, well, he kind of does, but he doesn't. He's like, he's like, I'll take the scraps and get what I get, and maybe she'll come back to me when the Ugh. other boyfriend fucks up. I screamed. And I was like, and this is the, we literally just see the fucking cycle. Wow. It's so fucking childish, too. Like, you don't. Of her or him. Both. Both to, to behave this it's way. It's so short-sighted. Yeah. Ugh. With this didn't go well. Why do you think this is going to go well again? I, I basically written her off because she's unhelpable. I, I, I don't. I think she, she's unaware of her patterns. And. And I, do you feel like this is kind of one of my other tea bags, but it makes sense. So I'm going to go ahead if that's okay. It's like, I don't know how I feel about uh, Natalia starting again. This is brewing between them. They're going to have a fight. Yeah. But when Natalia basically saying she's the worst provisioner order ever, yeah. this would drive you fucking crazy. Oh, this inefficient ordering. But it's kind of a metaphor for who she is. Don't you think? Well, Tosh and Natalia are very different people. Very. They may look alike, but they are very different. No. Uh, and if Tosh is 100% chaos all the time. Yeah. And Natalia is, I need to control every single She's element. She's reserved yes. order. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, she, and Natalia hates every bit of inefficiency. And when she can't. When she can't, uh, when she sees it, it drives her nuts. And I guarantee you, Tasha's leadership style has been driving her nuts for a while. And Kyle is starting to get bothered by it. There is a yeah. mutiny uh, on the horizon. Some because, but it's also that I feel like someone who's so concerned and over orders is someone who is so scared of being made an yeah. imposter, is scared yeah. of not being. It's it's like the way she is in her where she then has to overdo everyone she, has to deal she they have to over they have to have more welcome shots yeah. more elaborate it's things like, it's a codependency thing like I don't want anyone to feel bad I can't be responsible for anybody feeling bad yeah so let me order all the fucking Coca Cola it's, it's the same thing with Dave she doesn't want to be responsible for him feeling bad yeah and so she's like do you need let a hug a hug oh when she did that I screeched it was a metaphor ugh ugh yuck. Y'all get that taste out of your mouth. We're going to take a break. Jet we'll be right skis back. skis going in the water. We'll be right in the water. We'll take it a commercial, commercial. Ah, 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 ah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. 
I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. So question. Answer? Probably not. Did... Did Dave just start taking antidepressants? He's like a new, or that, or maybe he just needed sleep. Maybe, or maybe he needed to wear a wig. <laughs> you know, the what? wig looked good on him. When you're upset, 
You wear wigs, I, and it does make you feel better. The, a wig will change your mood around <laughs> like that I, in a 180. Y'all think I'm joking? No, I'm he not lying. He's a little bit upset, and he's got up and just starts putting on if wigs. If I put on a wig, it, I become a... <laughs> first of all, as I say all the time, you this don't... This is so true! You don't choose a wig. The wig chooses you. It does choose you. And it's like when I need to put a... When, I, when I'm not feeling it, when I have to do a cameo, I'm like, I put a wig on... It's there. It's, it's so Something true. takes over. <laughs> when love takes over. You remember when you Is that first? Kelly Rowland? Well, yeah, yeah. I think so. Remember when you first heard that song? Yeah. Oh, oh boy. You were right slutty now. to that song a lot. So was if, I. If, you're, if you love Kelly Rowland, you're gay. <laughs> oh, beyond you're gay. gay. I just retweeted something she said on Instagram the other day. You are gee 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 gee. I love her. And if you love Michelle, you are a drag queen. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You're a second level. Second, third level. Oh my god. God, I love Kelly Rowland. Oh, tonight, tonight. God. I think I've I've had someone finger my butt yeah, on the with dance that song. Floor to that that, song. I think that was that's included in the rights. <laughs> That needs to happen when it's played. <laughs> what would our mother say that they know that on a dance floor, some guy literally put their hands in her pants and put their finger up our butt? I think my mother would, would I think she, it would take her a while. And she's like, oh, I don't know, do, do what you do. <laughs> But I want to say that he is so positive now, and maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. I mean, sleep does. He did get sleep, and yeah. he's been kind of sleep deprived. Maybe he just had a moment of just being by himself and not haunted by what he could have for a while, and yeah. th- or maybe he just got a moment of clarity where he just said, "This is my job, and I need to do my fucking job, and I need to get out of my feelings while I'm doing my job." Maybe. But I don't think it's gonna be la- it's gonna last because he's gonna get tired again. Yeah. His defenses are gonna be down. Tosh is gonna like pull him in again. Or maybe the Wellbutrin that the doctor force fed him and mandated when he had a panic attack <sighs> or something is starting to kick in. Or some kind of anti an anxiety or and he does need to be on meds. He he I, I I'm I believe in medication. I strongly believe I'm ta- I take medication. I strongly believe in it. I think a lot more people should be on it. I do think medication can be abused, but I can see him as someone who definitely is in need of medication. Yeah. Who cannot regulate their own moods. Yep. Y'all, you're having problems with that. Go see your doctor. And you get and it is scientifically proven with something people do back home. They'll take the medication, but they don't do therapy. Y'all. Yes. Therapy is therapy, important. Therapy actually it's the is, second it step. is empirically proven. Actually makes your uh, medication work better, and medication helps you have better realizations yes. and better improvement in therapy. So go to BetterHelp and use our BetterHelp co- code. Yes, way to pimp that sponsor. Well, hey, love them. Hey, um, uh, what's your next tea bag? Or did you just Courtney do one? best line of the show where she said, you know. Basically, when she said, you know, Jason's always kind of an asshole. Maybe he's a slow learner. 35, maybe this is the year. (laughs) God, I love her on this boat. I love her. She's going to wind up being, 
if she's on another season, she's going to wind up being way up there in the pantheon of people who viewers love. She, she's already b- pretty beloved. She's great because she's so well-liked, but also she gets to a point where she will stand up for herself and yeah. not take shit. Yeah. Ugh. And b- b- according to Captain Sandy, she's basically re- going to replace Malia next season. <laughs> basically. Uh, speaking of the all things that Captain Sandy likes, um, uh, Charles in charge, mm-hmm. um, Cagney and Cagney and Lacey, uh, things that she doesn't like the dark. No, Captain Sandy does not like the dark. No. <laughs> you got to get the guests back here before. I don't like this going around in the dark. Storm, storm, can you hear me? The dark is coming. So uh, she is basically, she's like, I don't I mean, want him out there after dark. It, it is true. Even it is Storm, dangerous. when he was going back, was going, riding back, Storm said, yeah. oh, this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but they did start late. They um, did. But it's also, we can, this kind of goes in my next teabag. Storm's got to let, this is why I think Storm's going to be a really good bosa because he says, I'm doing everything. I know I'm doing everything. Yeah. I can't stop. And Captain Sandy, she kind of has this moment where she pulls Storm aside and she, I don't know if she used this on her lead her ship tour, but she kind of talks about what leadership is. Yes. To Storm. They, they're sitting there and she looks at, well, I'll just let you say it. I feel like you remember better than me. Well, what she basically said was leadership is just like that bald basketball coach did said in the in just the ten of us. She did. She said. Just she did. Said what? Explain that more, poodle. That leadership, like he told everybody in on in the the locker room you know at what? the basketball. We weren't going to do this, but we're just going to do it now, <laughs> y'all. We're going to do a below deck med theater. All right, and um, hello, uh, Captain. Hey, Captain Storm, you. Oh, you wanted to see me. Your South African accent sounds great. South African, yeah. You wanted to see me, Captain. Well, here's here's the thing, Storm. Yeah. Uh, the minute the sun goes down, we got a yeah. problem. Yeah. Oh. And I can't have these people. It's a safety issue. Oh, safety. And safety. Just like that time on yeah, just yeah. the ten of us, yeah. When uh, there was, remember when there was there was water on the basketball court? Is, is that maybe an, sweat, possibly. I like, don't know. Yeah. So they sweat a lot in basketball, they, especially yeah. high school boys. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, uh, like, don't have a lot of experience with high my, school boys. My, my sister played basketball. A lot of don't women care sweat. about your sister. Okay, but tell me more later on. Do you have a picture? <laughs> uh, but I will say. What yeah. what that bald coach? What yeah. that bald coach with a lot of kids? Yeah, they all. What are their no. names? One of them was I, named Brooke. Didn't watch this show. She was the pretty blonde one. Don't think I was. Born the other when... was kind of like a porny nun. <laughs> she wanted to be. She had dark hair, glasses. I don't looked like a librarian. I, I there were several boys, but I don't remember their names. Just didn't, remember the girls. There was a show. curvy one too. Captain, uh, why'd you bring me here? Uh, well, I wanted to tell you, but the, anyway, the, the coach was trying to wipe up some water. Yes. And someone slipped right, and because because no one wiped up the water. Okay. And what I'm saying is, get the goddamn guests back before dark. Okay? We're not going to have a problem. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So, um, it's my mistake because I didn't tell you about it. Okay. But right, so I'm not, you're not going to punish me? No. Um, but remember, I need you to next time anticipate the things that I don't tell you. But if okay? you don't, but if you don't tell me, then how would I? That's part of captain. Le- that's part of leadership. <laughs> that's the thing. Anticipating what I don't tell you or won't tell you. Okay? Got it, Storm? Okay, Captain. Thank you. Okay. I gotta go watch my show. And scene. <laughs> they do not have the theme song from just the ten of us Doing on Spotify. It the best I can. Neither <sighs> know nobody but me. They have the fucking theme from you know, Coach. You just YouTube it. <sighs> Fail, Spotify. Anyway. Leave us a review on Spotify, though. <laughs> Um, but, but Storm is realizing he can't do everything for everyone. Right. So that's good. You gotta delegate. <laughs> even, oh, I love that part where she said, even if they mess up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because. She's basically, te- what's going to happen is he's going to, some, he's going to try to do that and someone's going to fuck up. And then and she's, she's going to blame him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's, I'm. It's unfortunate that she's really behaved herself this season and she's made a lot of good calls. Yeah. Because we've got people sometimes coming at me saying, Now, why don't you like Captain Sandy again? If you this is your first season, you would think she's a pretty good captain. Go you know, if, if you can really experience the messiness, season three is a is a really shitty season for her where she when she, she she's basically talking out of both sides of her mouth to different parts of the people the crew. Season four is perhaps her at her worst. That's the maritime law with Hannah, where she's basically just trying to destroy Hannah. Yeah. Or maybe that's season. I think no, that's season five. That's five. Um, yeah. But season six, she did some great work <laughs> in the cuckoo department. Yeah. Uh, she's all. She is a camera hog. She loves to give long speeches she about does. what leadership is. I I promise you. Hopefully she will she will not let me down this season and you'll all you'll all roll your eyes and go, Oh, she's awful. Yeah, she's gonna get pissed. Yeah. We're gonna see it. And it's not pretty. I promise you, y'all, I don't hate her just for no reason. <laughs> no, that's true. There is a re- there you are know, reasons. You actually to in your defense, you usually actually love lesbians more than most people. I, I know. do. I love lesbians. You're, it's a thing for you. Yeah. You really The only thing we don't share is a love of the vagina. But other than that, like, you're very much alike. Yeah. How much are you like, I'm going to use Kyle's line because it made me laugh, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> this, I I don't, the, this, the chart, this charter annoys me the way, like, a piece of popcorn in my tooth. That's a great way gets, for it. Like, I can't get it out. And it's, they're not terrible. It's not no. like they did anything wrong. They're just they're just always there, kind of sticking you in your gum. Yeah, and also it's you're like, glad you had the popcorn, but yeah. you just want that kernel out. Or it's some like terrible pop song that gets in your head that's so stupid. That's yeah. what this charter is like for me. Um, now, so, but this goes part of being a good. I think, especially a lead stew, is knowing like. Kate's good at this, or not Kate, maybe she was, but uh, I thought Katie was good at this. I thought, um, I think Aisha is pretty good at it. Oh, she's really good. It's yeah. what I was going to say is 
reading, reading the temperature the of the yeah, guests. Yeah, reading the temperature of the Tosh guests. Tosh doesn't. She's so clueless. And the fact that, like, Kyle is right. I could have told you this is not the crew to put tequila they're all frows. in a D-dip. They're all, like— They're all prudes. They're all, like— they're aren't they're totally Orange County. I think you might be I right. Think they're Orange County, yeah. Um, and, and they're all up for wild all things. Because L.A. women, we know would suck that dick they're and all, take that tequila. They're, they're all wild until it's it, they, it's again. They say they're wild. They say they're cool. And then when push comes to shove, they're like, "Ooh, no!" no. What when that think? dildo came out, it was blurred, and those faces you could hear a I, dildo drop. <laughs> I laughed. So much I made myself hoarse. It, it was because you it, it it was literally someone throwing a dildo in a pool full of children. It, <laughs> and everyone Mommy, just kind of sits that? there and looks at it. Get away from it, little Jimmy. Well, it's not even that. It's almost like everyone knows what it is. Like even even like the older children know what it is and everyone won't comment on it. And everyone just stared at the dildo, and the ones who weren't staring looked away in shame. <laughs> kind of like when someone commented on Sandy Duncan's glass eye. Yes, that's exactly. In the middle and of Squire one, point, one of the more brave women tries to shake the tequila out of the dick. She winds up just jerking it off, and a woman is saying, no, don't do that! Because, y'all, these women know they're on camera, and, they, and they're telling everyone to watch it. And they know that people are go- from their church are probably Yes, gonna watch their this. mega church. Yeah. Lord, I lift your name on high. Ooh. Lord, I love to sing your praise. Get up and clap. Hey. Jesus. On the one and, and the three. Five. And three. <laughs> and four. He get the in the Trinity. You don't know any mega church songs. Thankfully, no. Because <laughs> they're bad. Uh I don't think people who grew up in Catholic churches can throw stones. I'm not saying that, out, <laughs> but I'm saying I think that Magic Church movie is, well, is here's, really hokey. Here, well, here's the problem. They are pop songs that are kind of well-written and catchy. So I don't know if I'd say, are they corny? Very much so. Yes. Are, are the songs eye-rolling? Yes. I think the music, some of the hooks that are written are actually well real written pop songs. But they're filled with phrases like, uh, he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. It's always it's, the worst lyrics. It's the disparity between a pop hook and a really corny religious lyric that makes you want to throw yourself out of a moving car. Lyric. It's a pretty yeah. bad lyric. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the issue. It's a very layered problem <laughs> with megachurch music. Or didn't praise know, songs in general. Didn't know I was going to hit a nerve on that one. <laughs> Just one word would have sufficed for an answer. <laughs> You're never going to get that with me. <sighs> Sorry. Anyway, so um, that it's funny because they like even talk like Shelby at one point says, "Can we have a beer bong? That would be amazing." Uh, they don't want a beer bong. They don't want that at all. But that that dildo, God. That's a great, it, it really was like, they all stared at it like it was some, t- <laughs> you know, that one person who you bring out, like imagine, let's say you're at a party and, and everyone else eats like super conservatively, like middle America, they don't eat anything wild. And you just say, I brought out like a big sushi roll with like eel. And everyone kind of looks at it and goes, 
Oh. Or like Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla when they came out to my grad school graduation. And I thought I wanted to take them to something different L.A. Yes. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll just take them to a Cuban restaurant. They can get like ropa vieja. Which like, is beef. Which is just beef. Yeah. On like a tostone or with rice. Yeah. Being, like I'm not stretching that much. They looked at it as if they were eating alien food. <laughs> and Darla said, what's that? I was like, it's ropa vieja. Rope, rope, but what's it? What's it? And Aunt Peggy said, What's it called in American? And I said, <laughs> It's called Rope of Vieja. And they tried it and they both chewed on it. Old rope. And that's, it, you, that's what you yeah, should have yeah, said. Yeah, that's what I should have said. I, they, chewed, <laughs> I, they took a bite and they ate it the way I used to eat my mother's boiled asparagus. Ugh. Just like, Is there anything worse than limp asparagus? No. And I remember Aunt Peggy said, they got Dr. Pepper here? I said, nope. And she said, all right. And just ate it and drank her iced tea. Well, that's... And she didn't like that because it was a weird flavored iced tea. Well, you I have a problem with that, that, too. Yeah, it's not iced tea if it's some peach stuff from Nest Tea, y'all. The, the only thing I... I don't have anything else. I think that's that's all I've got for this, this episode. I will say, raise your hand if you're on this couch. If you've ever... If you're that person, like Rachel, that Aurora claimed, Rachel, well, I saw her once throw up in a red cup, put it back down on the countertop, and then she continued to party. Uh, me? Yeah. That's just being in your 20s. I went, you go, Rachel is a poodle. Our you, poodle is a Rachel. You you do a you do a keep the party going puke. I could never. If Once I vomited, no. I was done. Oh, my God. I couldn't. Amateur. Know. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. No, you go out and you puke in the bushes and you go have fun again. Oh, I can never do it. Once I vomit, I'm done. Now, these days, no. First of all, I don't don't drink so much that I puke anymore. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Um, I, this was totally FSU. They actually might be Florida because this was where FSU girls, which oh, is a FSU. party big, school. Big party school. Good music school, but big party school. Yeah, I went, that was, that was when I... <laughs> I visited and I was like, Ooh. you might not, you might not have come out alive if you went to that school. Yeah. And I was thinking about going, but they, they didn't have as much money to give me as other places did. So, yeah. well, I wasn't going to go to a place that doesn't give me money. It's true. You don't do that. Just now. like now. I wish you would do that with your tricks. <laughs> I'm not going to the West side unless you pay me. <sighs> Please. <laughs> I'd love to do this on a soundstage in Bel Air. Ooh, I'd have to be on my back a lot for that. Please. <laughs> that's all I've got. I think that's all I got, too. I just want to say, again, y'all, like butt sex, twerking is very similar. You kind of have to separate your butt muscles from your thigh muscles. You do. I, I miss Courtney twerking. And you see Natalia doing it, too? They yeah. were twin twerking. They were twin twerking. Twerking. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that, yeah, I'm, let's see, why did I write the, oh, no, that was just good, and then, we, we, at the end, we already talked about that, the anchor Storm goes twisted. down, and Jason's like, this is really dangerous. This could kill him. Um, and they're I, stuck on a boat with 11-year-old girls and 22-year-old bodies, that's all I got. You know, somewhat, talking 11-year-old girls, Kyle. <laughs> Yes. Who is still bereft oh. over one night, one kiss with Frank. From someone he knew for two days, he is acting. 
He's acting like Kira Knightley that her love is gone in some fucking pretentious English movie. Um, I'm, I will ask you to keep the name Kira Knightley out of your mouth. <laughs> Fine. Rachel McAdams. I love her too. But um, who is there? Is Blake there? Lively. Okay. I like, I, I I like, like her Blake. though. I so like Blake I, Lively. Uh, <laughs> well, basically, Dakota Fanning. <laughs> You don't like Dakota Fanning? Who does? I don't know. I don't have an opinion on her. No one likes her. Is she horrible? It doesn't matter. No one likes her. <laughs> Come I, at us if you like Dakota the, Fanning. No, Dakota Dakota's fan. I've been I've gone I've been on the record about this. The best Dakota Fanning performance is her reading the fuck out of Ellen about about her birthday oh, wait, party. Dakota Fanning. I always get her confused with oh, the I'm other sorry. Fanning. I'm talking. I'm not. What do I say Dakota Fanning for? I meant, uh, uh, fuck. The one who was. Melanie Griffith's daughter. Yes. Uh, uh, Dakota Johnson. Thank you. I'm what sorry. Just Daco- happened? Dakota Fanning is fine. I like Dakota Fanning. We just switched places. Why? We just, it? we, we just, um, uh, Freaky Friday. <laughs> what is the, what is it? I don't, she has done nothing to me, but I don't really like Dakota Johnson. No one does. And I don't know why. They keep she putting her nothing. in films. She was in that new remake of a uh, of, uh, of, uh, pretentious British person. Yes, and that and was it, another reason I, de- I despised her. Just, I need to she, watch that when film. When she comes on screen, though, I just go, mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. love her. And she said nothing to me. I know. And her reading Ellen is one of the best things That's I've ever That's her best performance. Seen. And I hate Ellen, so I should love her. I, I don't know why. If someone can Maybe come up with a reason, come around and like her because she read Ellen. That if someone can come up with a reason why people don't like Dakota Johnson, I and some people think she really fucked that guy from Dorian Gray or a hundred oh, shades of Gray. What's his he's name? hot. He is hot. So maybe she's a dick pig. Maybe she was <laughs> just like her. Dorian Gray. Why don't we like her? I don't know. They I, should make a gay version called A Hundred Shades of Dorian Gray. <laughs> that, where he's in a painting. 69 <laughs> Shades of Dorian Gray. <laughs> I think you've downloaded that movie. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's the show. You can find us all. You know where to fucking find us. We're tired and I'm hungry. I want to go eat. I'm hungry I want to eat some Ropa Vieja now, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. See you next week. And until then, it's Anchors Again. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up! 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 